0: hello welcome to another episode of the legacy investing podcast i'm nate and i'm joined as i always am by my good friend josh Hey, you doing mate, Thanks Thanks very well, you
1: mate? that was a good one that was a good one you nailed it so that's, that's cool <laughs> how are you, you man should,
0: uh, yeah i'm good yeah going okay yeah swamped having, having fun yeah swamped but um yeah just uh having fun with these markets they are bamboozling me i don't they're still still learning a lot it's uh a great day on the share market today. What's the day? We're 29th of March and, um, yeah, the the whole market as a whole was up almost a percent today, which is, um, yeah, I was, I mean, I was reading something around it, you know, there's certainly a fair, good reasons for it to not be going up, but, um, one one guy I was reading just basically said, where else are people putting their money? Other than they may as well put it in equities that are paying a dividend, at least you're getting some return on your money at the moment. Um, so that was a very simplistic philosophy, but makes some sense. You know, you, you can't keep your money in cash. Um, Especially not you, now. Because you're getting burned at the moment. And um, yeah, so I mean, there's obviously a lot of other places you can put your money in Bitcoin. Bitcoin's up, it's going gangbusters again.
1: No, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it seems to be a hot topic, mate. It's either up one week, down the next. Yeah, well, 10, I, 20% I'm not, of the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Would have been a good trade over the last few months. It's been sort of toggling between 50K Australian and 60K. So you could have just been, that's not really our game. But um, yeah, for those, those who do it, I'm sure they've been making some good money trading it up and down. Definitely. Uh, if not, if not a long-term hold.
1: That's it. If you know what you're doing or you're willing to risk it, risk it for the biscuit.
0: <laughs> the biscuit, yep. Well, we don't know what we're doing in terms of trading. So, yeah.
1: Well, I, I had a really, this is going to be a weird one. I had a really interesting dream on the weekend, mate. And I had to check my phone just to make sure that it didn't happen. But I woke up to a ma- massive share market drop in my dream. So it goes to show what's on my mind.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. mm. maybe, you're, uh, maybe you're prophetic. You've, uh, maybe you're, um, I do <laughs>
1: Maybe I'm just well, <laughs> holding on to things, mate.
0: <laughs> Maybe you're hoping a job so you can get in.
1: Yeah, thinking, Bustle. thinking, thinking about it way too much, more than what I should be. Yeah, yeah. Now, good mate. Well, What's I,
0: been happening in your world?
1: Um, I'm, I'm currently doing mid semester tests at uni, so. Joy. You know, trying to trying to bump up the percentages at least to um, get me that 50% pass mark. So we all know P's get degrees. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, you're mature yeah. age, man. That's all you need to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put lots of effort in to get the bare minimum, and I'm happy with that. That's <laughs> good. But um, well, maybe, yeah.
0: Uh, what are we talking about today? You've got some, uh, just some philosophy. We're going to talk a little bit about um, investing uh, philosophies and quotes and and so forth. But yeah, you, you're going to take this away.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, I watched a, a few good videos over the week, and um you know, just learning from the best, you know, like, and I I say learning from the best, obviously, we still got to put our own opinions on things, but learning from people who, you know, are genuinely good people and who have done well in their fields. And obviously our field is investing of some sort. So, you know, Michael Burry, Ray Dalio, Warren Buffett kind of thing. And I just took a few little dot points um, from what, what I've been watching through the week. And it just, it's so true and it, it aligns with what we do. So I thought, why not have a bit of like a, a philosophy philosophy chat? Because, um, you know, we, we, we talk a lot about the markets and, and businesses and so forth. But at the end of the day, this is just as important because, you know, if you sway away from your strategy, your philosophy, you can really do harm, I guess, to whether it, you know, be your financial position or, or maybe your morals, I don't know. Um, but I think it's a really good idea to always come back to this stuff and, and um, talk about it. We've, we've been talking a lot recently, you know, with, with regards to our investments that we have together. We disclose to each other. Obviously, we're not going to disclose them here. But, but um, yeah, just those times where you sell out of a company and it's just like it's, it's so clear why you sold. But, but why you're invested, it's like uh, why... Why do I want to sell? I don't want to sell for, you know, like I think you said, every, every company you kind of see as a long-term hold. But if it doesn't, mm. if the story changes or if it doesn't align with that philosophy anymore, then the rules are like sell because it's no longer, you know, a, a confident investment. So I guess that leads into our first point. Accept reality as it is, not as I wish it to be. Mm. And we can sit there and hope and pray and wish that a company that we own is going to go up But if the fundamentals aren't there, then we're in a, I guess, in a rational market anyway. So it may go up, but it's not, it's no longer an investment. And if you've bought on the thesis of a company being a really good company that satisfies, you know, meaning the management, the moat, and uh, the price, then things change it no longer satisfies them however we would want it to satisfy it still so we we basically have that internal dialogue and that internal argument to go this is still a good investment when all of the facts and all of the figures say that it's not so mm. it's like that fight against yourself to accept reality as it is so you got anything to add on that
0: yeah i mean we were obviously talking a little bit off there about this um uh, regarding a few different companies and no, like you said, you, you purchase a company for the long term, you know, the best time to sell is never. Um, yep. and, and sometimes that changes. If the thesis changes, we're obviously trying to buy a company on a discount. Um, like you said, meaning meaning management mode and, and price. And if that, all those stars align, then great. Um, Hopefully, there's been an event in place. But... You know, if you're holding that company and 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 the story starts to change, you do you have to you have to review things. And probably a good thing for us is at what point do you review? And I, I we we were talking about having um you know about our philosophy and and having a real sort of strict set of um, principles there. And and I'm happy to share one of those ones for us is is if the CEO just bails. You know, if there's a company that um you've bought into and there's something happens with the management. Well, that's one of our four, four principles there. Mm. And, you know, if the management just uh, ups and walks out and there's really been no great company explanation or announcement, that's a big red flag. I think in our world now um, or yeah. for us and, and, and you and I were talking that that's a review straight away of that company. You know, we need to go back through our deep dive and analysis and have a look at you know, what's going on here. Is this, you know, are we out as well? If if something's going on, there's really no good reason for a CEO to walk away um, if something's not explained.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, that's a, that's a good point now that we have, we re, we always had it, but I guess we just didn't review our philosophy enough and we didn't put enough weight on it, did we? So, you know, things like that happen and noticing that and then using that to, you know, start looking into the company again, you might pick Mm. up a lot more red flags, which I guess comes into that. I wish it was good so it is good, but it's not really good. So be critical. Be critical on your decisions. And um, I think a brain's trust really helps with that. People who aren't invested or people who aren't, you know, they got no real buy-in of the situation and going, hey, like, you know, we we do the similar things, you don't don't even mention the company. Hey, you, can, you could say to somebody, hey, if this happened, uh, what would you do or what would you think? And if they just go, oh, man, that's a big red flag, it's just like, well, guess what? It's probably a big red flag. Mm. Um, so, yeah, see reality as it is, hey.
0: And, and even, I mean, even just specifically on that management thing, it, it doesn't necessarily mean the, the company... Um, you know, is, is not a great long-term hole in the future, but they're obviously potentially going through some short-term stuff. We just need to review that, um, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, a CEO might step away. It could be it could be health or whatever it is. We would like to know what, you know, obviously we want the company to disclose at least something. But um, no, I'm thinking of a few companies, Magellan Fund right now, uh, MFG, they've had, you know, they were around 60 or $70 and they're down at $14 um, and it was just, one bad news story after another. Um, now the CEO, you know, took a sabbatical or had a little bit of a health break, and then he's gone. And and another yeah. one was Integrated Research that I remember was at five bucks, and now it's at seventy cents. The, the CEO was was out of there um, with not 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 much explanation. And both those are pretty good examples of companies that you know the share prices follows followed that bad news. Um, yeah. You know, and you can keep it on your radar. Obviously, um, if management can turn things around, but we know turnaround stories don't often happen. Um, mm. So that, that's another good point.
1: Definitely, and this is this is like I guess why when we when we research management of a company, you know, having having a management team that's heavily invested in the company that's why it's such a good a good thing to have. You know, like obviously not everything is a hundred percent necessary, but when mm. you have a management team who owns a lot of the company, that's their own wealth invested in that company. They're going to want to do good for your company. And, you know, if you see a management team, especially a CEO selling their shares at, in big levels or, you know, not owning much, it's like, it opens up that door for, you know, those unexpected departures or especially if they're selling, it's just like, what's coming, you know, I can think mm-hmm. of a few examples where you've got not not just a CEO, but, you know, high up management selling massive portions of Kogan.
0: shares. Hey? Kogan. Kogan. Yeah. Um, Risling Kogan was selling his shares down astronomically during um COVID when it was bouncing. And um, I think they got up to about $20. They're down about $5 now. And he's yeah. still obviously the owner. I'm still fairly involved. But it's never... It's not a, If you're an owner of a business, you don't really want to be selling your shares unless you're trying to cash in or... You know, like you said, there's a good reason coming. So yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. So they're big red flags that you need to understand. And at the end of the day, you know, understanding a company is what we are all about. And if you don't understand, then you know, is it an investment? You're speculating. So, but um, we'll move on to another point. So, um, one one point that I I, I got from I guess a lot of these guys is they genuinely understand what they do. And Mm. one of them mentioned few people actually take that time to genuinely understand something. And and when I say genuinely understand something, it's like not just understanding, you know, what bank account is better than another bank account. Well, I'm talking like understanding the bank, understanding everything about it. Because if you understand everything about it, you can see that when decisions are made, Why they're probably made, or that's a random example. But like, look at Warren Buffett; he won't invest unless he completely understands the company so well. Look at Ray Dalio; like, he has looked back over six hundred years in economic history to understand Mm -hmm. how it's going to work, how it has worked, how it's always worked, and how it's going to work moving forward. These guys have spent, you know, so many hours, so many years of their life, truly understanding something. Not many people are willing to do that. So if there's something that, you know, you're passionate about and it's something that really means it to you, this is an opportunity for you to become a master in that area. Truly understand it and truly be good at it. And if it's investing, you know, spending that time to, I know we don't all have the time in the world, but like spending that time, if there's a company that you do really like, put all the focus into that one company and understand it inside out so you know with a high degree of certainty that it is or isn't a company you want to be invested in. Understand roughly what you want to pay for it and mm. and just stick to that, stick that philosophy of knowing that you're buying on sale. That's where truly understanding something really goes a long way.
0: Yeah, good point, mate. So, so who's was this just a... a um a collective summary of of what you've read or oh, from the yeah. guys, is someone that actually said these things so the first even the first comment
1: yeah so um the the first one except reality is that's out of uh ray dalio one of his yeah. uh, the economic machine videos um that second point was uh michael burry yeah um, he there's a really good video of him doing a speech i think it's at one of the universities in america ucla
0: hmm. um
1: and yeah, he, he gives a really good speech there and it's like points as to why, you know, points that have helped him become successful in what he is and a lot he, he brings up a lot of good stuff in there. So I took a lot of basically a lot of it from them too, with a few bits and pieces here and there from you know, your you know, your Warren Buffett's and Charlie Mungers and stuff like that. Kind of I really liked it and I learned a lot and I wrote them down because I I just really liked what I watched and read. So
0: yeah, I mean, understanding is that's a, you know, one of our first principles and, um, oh, I was, I was listening to something this morning. It was, wasn't even just talking about, understanding a specific company. It was just talking about reading widely. You know, you might, you know, read, read about, um, physics or something. And, and that often helps you understand other things, but, um,
1: mm.
0: yeah, you know, just having that thirst to learn and, and understand something is, is a really good, um, quality to have. And, um, you know, like even just on understanding, like getting as deep as understanding the principles um, of a company and their accounting and how they make money and where they spend their money and Mm. and understanding potentially what their future expenses might be. They might have a really, you know, uh, if you're talking about a um, a company where uh, brick, like Brickworks, for example, um, one of their brickwork plants might need, Refurbishing, and it might that might happen every five to ten years. So understanding that, that one year that their their margins are impacted, but it was because they were um, putting you know money back into the the plant. Um, so understand, yeah, that depth of understanding. Yeah. which Which um, I know I certainly haven't done on quite a lot of my um, share <laughs> purchases, but like you said, you need need the time for that, or, or make yeah. the but that that's 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 why these guys are so awesome that their level of understanding is amazing.
1: 100%. And you, um, yeah, you basically let it in nicely to the next point, which is um, oh. always question what you watch and read. Um, you know, even from people who have the status areas. What's that? Or we'll listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Question us <laughs> <ask>, guys. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's the thing though. Like always question what you watch and read. obviously, Part of part of this investing strategy is is to have your trusted people. You know, like if I watch or read something from Warren Buffett, I, I genuinely trust what he says because he's he's amazing at what he does. And if it has anything in alignment with what I'm doing, you know, I'm I'm willing to take on that information that he shares. Um, you know, if you just throw on like, you know, the news like ABC News or Channel Nine or if in America, CNBC or something like that. Realizing that is biased, you know that is—I'll say it's crap. You know, a lot of it is absolute garbage. And if that is your investing thesis, then you probably, you know, yeah, you got to question what you question what you're watching and reading. And noting that, like, a lot of articles people write, like, unless it's a completely independent article, or if the person is, you know, disclosing if they own a company or they. Uh, looking to buy a company, you know, ideally you want to see that. One thing I love about Seeking Alpha is is a lot of those articles, they're independent or they disclose if they own it or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you really want to question what you read and and realize that a lot of it is opinions. You know, unless it's proper analysis, a lot of it is opinions, and don't let that opinion sway your data and factual analysis. So.
0: It's where, um, you know, following a company where the owner has a good amount of shares, you know, their money is in, in that company. So, you, um, you know, you know, that owner is going to be hopefully working in the best interests of um, the shareholders and, and like you said, uh, you know, following, following some, you know, gurus that you really know reasonably well, have read widely, watched widely of them, you know, yeah. you can kind of um, start to gauge, like you said, you, you trust Buffett, you know, what he says he's got a good long track record of it um yeah, yeah I, I can't imagine him reading the, the local rag very <laughs> often and um taking its uh you know taking it for face value but um yeah it's a good yeah, point sure. yeah so so does go. that mean you don't what about twitter
1: oh yeah mate. like I'm pretty sure 100 percent of what comes out on Twitter and Facebook and, and Instagram is is true. Like if you're not using that as true, there's something wrong with you. No, Oh <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah, uh, it's where it's where getting a lot of angles too. I mean, if you're going to get a lot of information from those sources, you you need to kind of cross check it with a lot of um, different angles. Uh, I think.
1: Um, mm. One thing I one thing I like doing it, and this this isn't my investing analysis, but one thing I really do like doing is Going to sources such as that, or you know, in Australia you got Hot Copper, and it's, it's basically a forum, right? And I love going on there to find reasons not to buy because yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you will find ridiculous comments. You will find people just thrashing each other to the point where they get kicked off of the the forum site. But you know, you might come across that golden nugget where it's like, oh man, I did not think of that and it's just like you do your research and you go that's a real problem you know you've just saved yourself some hurt in the future but realizing that 99 of it is garbage um but there is some very good investing talk on there um so you use it
0: for an inversion story
1: yeah man yeah it's it's, 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 it's so good like some of the stuff you read it's just you can see people generally disclose if they hold or you know or not or whether or not they're looking to buy or sell or hold or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, some of the, some of the stuff that comes up, you just like, you can see, you can see the people who are genuinely like wanting to know more about the company or genuinely are sharing good information. But then you see people who are just ramping it up or down and then it's like, Oh, this is going to happen. or this is going to happen. And it's just based on complete garbage. But um, you know, it, it's all food for thought. Um, But you generally have to limit your time on there because, you know, the more time you spend around something, the more it's going to influence you. And, yeah, just limit your time on stuff like that because it's not, a lot of it's not analysis. It's not data. It is opinions. And um, opinions, don't let opinions sway you.
0: (laughs) That was point uh, point three.
1: I don't know. I'm just I'm we, just reading off dot points just,
0: on this page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. yeah. What's, did you have any? Did you have any more um, sort of philosophy points there? Made in terms of how what we can use for um, you know I guess working our philosophy. I mean we have a bit of a yeah. philosophy that's Obviously, always changing. Um, or we're, we're fine tuning it. It's probably a better way of putting it. Always fine tuning.
1: And I think that leads to a point which we've kind of touched on. So I'll just say and we'll move on. But like continual self education.
0: Mm. Um,
1: you know we've we've talked about this when we talked about understanding something but noting that like you know there is unlimited things out there that you can educate yourself on now but continually self-educating on what you like doing what you're good at to become a master in that space but we we did talk about that so and we've kind of touched on this as well you know at the moment we have more access to information than ever and that's only going to get truer and truer as time goes on but noting that, you know, if used well, like I think a lot of the really good investors talk back in the day when they started out saying, you know, like I had to go buy the Wall Street Journal um, magazine and, and I could only see yesterday's stock quotes or I could only see information from last week. Whereas today I can go on the website and look at breaking information on any company. So, you know, if you use that information well, you really put yourself at, a, at, a, at an advantage. But noting that also, too much information can be distracting. So it's yeah. like setting setting it up. I, I, I've never done this and I really should, but apparently you can set up your RSS feeds through Google and, and through your browsers and stuff, and it'll only show you what you want to see then. You know? So that's something I need to to do. So you block.
0: What is that against R?
1: RSS feeds. I'm gonna Google it after this because I've I've been meaning to do this for a long time. But um yeah, it just blocks the crap that you don't want to see essentially so yeah okay. um, but yeah like there's unlimited information on anything you want now and having that is is you know amazing but distracting <laughs> yeah
0: okay yeah good one man um,
1: i think i think a good one to finish on i know you're um, got to head off in a second but um i think a really good one here is like never exchange your morals you know you don't want to regret stuff in the future. I've been listening to a really good podcast at the moment, talks about regrets and um, it's the Ed Milet, Ed, Ed Millet Ed Milet podcast. Um, but yeah, he, um, they're talking about regrets and you don't want to regret stuff. Um, but even if you do, like you don't want to have those regrets where it's like in 20 years time, you really, you know, went against your morals and you, you really regret something big. And we can link that back to values and investing. So don't do things that, you know you regret in the future don't do harm I mean, do things genuinely good but and noting that short term volatility for long-term gain is good not the other way around <laughs> sorry i punch volatility. through those last ones
0: short-term volatility for good What what's that again
1: short-term volatility for long-term gain you know that's what we're looking at as investors but you you know that short-term gain that's potentially a long-term problem that's definitely. yeah yeah. yeah, it's good.
0: Mate. It's good to go over. Um, you know, we obviously have our philosophy and process um, as a bit of a, you know, dot points and uh, some um, hard rules there. But I think that's constantly changing uh, through experiences and and as we learn from other, you know, like you said, the you know, pick snippets from the Ray Dalios and the the Buffets and the and the um, Mungers and so forth. Yeah. Um, so it's good to always review those, um, you know, the philosophy, I think it's, it generally will be fairly similar, but, um, yeah. you know, like I said, we, we can put big red letters around things that are just kind of like hard rules in, in terms of, you know, we obviously don't want to lose any money. So, um, 100%.
1: that's what it's all about. Good
0: one. Cool. I like it. Um, I know we've made some changes already. Just even today you've put up a, a couple of lessons learned on our um little um spreadsheet. Uh, yeah, on our um thing. So that's good. And and that's what this is all about. This is why we kind of started it to to learn. And um, you know, big, big, uh big one for us was, you know, yeah, reviewing uh when especially when management uh changing appropriate. Yeah. That that's a problem. Yeah. and yeah. I know Phil towns, Phil towns is a big one on that. Yeah. um he's, he's a really big one on that and possibly it's just a good little lesson learned that we need to be onto that even a bit quicker
1: 100 percent, 100 it's reality isn't it but um i'll let you go mate because i know you've got other things to be doing and um
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we got a um yep still running the show here so let's <laughs> and you're on the show here yeah Thanks, mate. Yeah, thanks for your time. And yeah, thanks to the listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Legacy Investing Podcast. We will be back again next week. Same time.
1: Same time, same day. Let's do it again. Awesome. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good week. You too, mate. Bye. All information on the Legacy Investing Podcast is the opinions of the hosts and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional financial, legal or tax advice. The host of the Legacy Investing Podcast and any contributors to the podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should consult a licensed financial professional.